Well, Brinks puts $500 a year into it. I don't even know it. That's what I was going to say. For every amount you put in, it's like a uh, – it's kind of like a uh, – they can do it 401k. one of three ways from what I was reading. It's kind of like a 401K. You can select that option. Right. In ours, you can select that. And so I, they'll put in just like a 401, man. You you put in a certain amount, and they double it or whatever. Well, Match it. I never, Match it. Company I never, Hold, hold on, hold on a minute. But, but I never enrolled in it, so I didn't know I had any money in it. But I got that letter. I don't know, it was like the end of the year or something. I don't know when it was, but it said I had $1,000 in there because Brinks just puts $500 in there once a year. That's it. They won't match it. That's just their contribution for the year. But Yeah, there's like three different ways they'll do it, man. Yeah, so I had 1000 bucks. I'm like, damn, I got to look into this. So, yeah, that's how it all got started. Hey, Josh, what are you doing? Come on, fellas. Talking money, I see. Yeah, it's because we're talking about we was on fantasy football, and then we're I'm so used to winning money in that we got sidetracked onto this other shit. You got Carson Wentz playing tonight, Josh? And I had to put him in. I can't trust Teddy Bridgewater. I had to put Hold him up, in. let me let me interrupt, man. Bruce, you need to get you gonna have to quit wearing your uh, contacts, man. I got my glasses on right now. Now uh, you're gonna have to get a new pair of those Amazon, those Alexa glasses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get me a What's new up, pair. What's up, Josh? Oh, nothing, man. Just sitting in a hotel what'd in Richmond. What'd you think about Bruce's trade, man? I don't like it. I know what he's trying to do, but I don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? I don't like it. Why don't you I'm like about it? Josh. I mean, so the guy's got Mahomes. I, I know what he's trying to do, okay? He's trying to find big play, like a couple big players. Like, you know, a guy that can potentially get him 35 or something every other week or every three weeks or something because he's going to get his 35 to 50 from – his quarterback every week, and he's banking on that. So he's he's reducing his depth to try and get a few big play players, big score players, you know? You call Josh Gordon. I don't like Josh Gordon, man. I, no. no matter what you say in this argument, I don't like Josh Gordon. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's, that's all well and good. Um, he's going to get some points, don't get me wrong. And, and so will uh, Lindsey. You know, Lindsey, I think, could potentially be a top 10 back when this season ends. But not that Amari Cooper's not going to be a top 10 wide receiver, because I'm sure he will be as well. But what he's doing, in my opinion, he's, he's limiting his depth to get a few big, big point players, you know, that could – some blow-ups, some busts or beats, you know what I mean? And, and in the process of doing so, he's making Pardue have more depth. Maybe not strength, but depth. And in this league, a lot of times you need more depth than you need strength because of injuries and bullshit. And that's I think at least I think Bruce got I'm, ripped off, man. I don't like. I think I, Bruce got ripped off. I don't disagree. I said the same thing to Bruce when he when he told me. Um, but you know, give up a good, a uh, solid running back and a decent wide receiver for a 
potential beast or bust wide receiver, you know, because Cooper's Cooper's good. Don't get me wrong, and he was great with David or uh, Derek Carr. He's got Dak. Dak's a little better quarterback, in my opinion, than Carr. But he's on a team that's got a great running back too, in Ezekiel Elliott. So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be situational when the guy blows up and gets his thirty-five, and one week he'll get six, and one week he'll get thirty-six. But but he's he's strengthening the other team with depth, in my opinion. Uh, that's just my opinion. I got a question. Well, buddy. What would you define – how would you define an average wide receiver? Give me some more meat there. What do you mean by average? Bruce, now hold up. Bruce, don't – and I know you, you already know this. Don't be enlightening your opponent, which is Josh in this case, with good theory. Just in how just to appease him thinking you made a good move. You're going to appease him when you win the title. So that's all I got to say. Now you say what you want. Fine average, Josh. Okay, so back. hang on just one second, Bruce. I agree. Bruce has a very strong team. I think he is one of the top four teams in this league right now. I think he's going to go to the playoffs, and I think he's going to compete for a championship. No doubt about it. And it all starts with that quarterback he's got because the guy does get positive points almost every week. Hey, hold, hey, hold, hold, let me ask you this. Hold on, Josh. Let me ask you this question. So I'll set my lineup. I talked with Terry about this. I'll set my lineup, Josh, right? And you know when you go to set, it's got projection, right? Points. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So – Mahomes, yeah. Listen here. Mahomes hasn't scored below forty points in three weeks. Okay. Yep. You know, and his you know he, this week probably like eighteen points. Seventeen points. How, how you figure that? Because <laughs> how's that? Because happen? explain that to me. Well, I mean, you could say the same for Carson Wentz. What Carson Wentz score? 40, uh, 12, and I don't remember what his other game was. But every week, his projected points is like four. Yeah, how do they get that? Well, I'm asking. Where's that because our Because our – I wasn't thinking about it earlier, Bruce, when you asked me, but our scoring system screws it up totally, man, for quarterbacks. Because of the quarterback well, rating. Well, different aspects does, of a quarterback's points. I, I agree with you. It does it does screw it up to a certain degree. However, they're they're taking into calculation somewhere because Carson Wentz is only projected four points. If you change that, if you change our quarterback mm-hmm. scoring, he's not mm-hmm. projected four points. You're you know, right. It's it's points. using our scoring system kind of well. I think it it's using all our stuff, even the passive. I think it's using it all, which is kind of hard to believe. I know. But I think it, it is. Especially when you use the Mahomes example. I don't know how you get 17. I could get I, – I, I may understand 25. <laughs> but here's but, here maybe this is it. Maybe they're not using the passer rating 
because they don't know what they're it not. would be. They don't use it for their judge, so they're not giving him points for yards. Yeah, maybe not. They're maybe not. not. So he that's would have about 25. They're tw that'd be about 34 exactly. points. They're basically taking into consideration all the mistakes. All no the yards. Faulty, no yardage, no passer rating, but they're taking in all the mistakes, the sacks against the um, – you know the total touchdowns, the negative for under under the passing percentage points. They're taking all that into consideration because all three of my quarterbacks. I have Teddy Bridgewater, Jared Goff, and Carson Wentz. Teddy and they don't add. They don't add up to one serviceable one. I might add. No, not not absolutely not. And here's the thing: the 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 system shows earlier this week. The system said Teddy Bridgewater was projected a negative 2.25. <laughs> That's great, dude. That's great. Okay. We got okay. it right, Terry. We got it right. I know we did, man. And then um, it's close. Jared, Jared Goff was projected like 2 point something, and Carson Wentz was projected 4 point something. You ain't but never seen changed. that shit in a quarterback. <laughs> no, so, so get this. After – this was like Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday, I think it was, when I looked at it. So I looked at it again tonight, and it's actually changed. They've actually updated to where they think that Teddy Bridgewater is actually going to do better than the negative 2.25. He's now projected like 0 0.6. And then hey, do you, Jared hey, hey, like, did you guys make your Thursday picks in the pickums? Yeah, yeah, I did. Who would you take? I don't know. I don't remember. I gotta go look. Come make a look. Who you take, Josh? You do the pick them? I don't even remember who I took either. To be honest, I just select them. I just pick them. I think I took Green Bay. I took the Eagles with the points. I think they was getting four and a half. I think I took the Eagles with four and a half. But uh, but yeah, that that, that, that uh, projection on the quarterbacks it changes. I got Packers or day to day. I think I got Packers too. I had them, and I changed it. I swapped them. Anyway. Anyway, John. What What are you, what actually, are you calling an average wide receiver? I, I actually, actually okay. I need to rephrase that. Hold on. I need to rephrase that question. Hold on. What would you call an average number one wide receiver? Because that's what he was on my team, number one. Define an average number one wide receiver. Okay. So, I'm going to answer both questions. I'm going to start. I'm going to start with. An average wide receiver. Here's here's the way I view it, Bruce. Thirty-two teams in the NFL. Each team generally starts anywhere from two to three wide receivers in a set. One running back, one tight end, three wide sets, or yeah, whatever. Yes, yes. You get that right. So that's ninety-six. If they all start three, that's ninety-six wide receivers. So simple math tells me that thirty-two. 64, and 96. That's your top tier, top 32. Your middle tier would be 33 to 64, and so on and so forth, 65 to 90, 96 or whatever. But we know that not all teams have three solid So you're receivers. saying there's so, 32 There's thirty-two top wide receivers? No, I'm not, because that's what I was just getting ready to say. We know that not all teams have three solid wide receivers or even start or even play three wide receivers at a time. Most of them don't even run three wide receiver sets if they don't have three good ones. I mean, not everybody has, you know, Calvin, well, let's say, you know, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad, something, who, whoever in Atlanta, you know, they run a lot of three wide receiver sets. The Patriots run a lot of three wide receiver sets. Josh Gordon, 
you know, Antonio Brown, Julian Edelman. All right, all right. Get on with it. So, so I, I, my opinion, I cut it back to about two and a half. I'll say two and a half wide receivers per team. 32 teams, that gives you about the top 72, 73, whatever the number is, Bruce, wide receivers. So about 25, 25, and 25. So if you got a top 25 wide receiver, that's a good wide receiver in this, in this league. If you're blessed with two in the top 25, then you're probably better than most. If you've got three, then you're probably the best Hold one in the world. Say that last statement one more time. If you've got two in the top 25, you're better than most, right? Yes, better than okay, most. Okay, great. Okay, okay, continue. Go ahead. And if you have three, you're probably one of the top two or three teams in this league, period. Okay. If you've All got right. three yeah. wide receivers in the top, in the top yeah, sir. 25. Yes, yeah, sir. Make sense? Yes, yeah, sir. So, Amari Cooper, I know, is in the top five, six, eight, whatever he is right now, and Josh Gordon's like in the 50. So, he's in the middle of the road, towards the end of the road. I get that. He's, he's what was he, 48, Bruce? When you traded 48. Yeah, 48. 48. So he's on the bottom <clears> half <throat> of an wide receiver. 25, 50, 75. He's right on the brink of a two to a three. So he's an average oh. wide receiver. He's on the low end of the average. I'll give you that. But he's on the low average, low end of that average. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And in, in your scenario, yes. But I'm going to, yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay. So, that I mean, that, that's basically what I'm basing it off of. I feel like he's okay. a solid Middle of the tier, middle tier wide receiver, and I feel like number two, is, a number two wide receiver, and number two, right? That's right, that's right. Cooper okay. is a, okay. Cooper is a one. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay, so I had no number one wide receiver. No, none, you have none. zero, no zero. Number one wide receivers. He was it. That that's who I was banking to be my number one wide receiver. He's forty eight okay. through three games. Who else? So who else do you have? So. Now, I do have Sharp. He has emerged as a number one in this scenario. But I didn't draft Sharp. I drafted Gordon. Great great right. pickup, too. Great pickup, no doubt about it. Uh, okay, so, so, so Josh Gordon is a 48-ranked 48 wide receiver right now for three games. I don't. I didn't yes. have a, a quote unquote number one wide receiver. Mari Cooper is ranked fourth in wide receivers right now. Yes, sir. Now Philip Lindsay was like the. I forget. I think it was. I'd have to go back and eighth, seventh running back at this point in time. However, however, he had one good game, and that was last week. Look at his points before that. It was blah. It was just average. So I used the value that Philip Lindsay gave me last week from his performance. I have no I have no leverage with Josh Gordon because he's garbage. And I've watched all their games. And he's ranked forty eighth. Get the number four wide receiver in the league right now. Now, it could end. I don't think it'll be in he's 34. I don't know, but I'm not. I'm basing on what he's done thus far. I don't care what he's done last year or 10 years ago about what he's done thus far. So, also knowing that Saquon Barkley was hurt, and oh, by the way, Pardue had Saquon Barkley 
I knew I could get, find some value from Philip Lindsay having a blow-up week, Josh Gordon just being blah, okay, and move those guys to get a, a top-flight wide receiver who has produced every week. He was in a bad spot. I don't know if I could have pulled the trade off if Barkley didn't get hurt. I don't think I could have pulled it off. Yeah. I can say if it were me, I probably I wouldn't have done it. If I was in Pardue's shoes and Barkley didn't get hurt, I don't think I would have made that trade. But he filled a need because Lindsey blew up that week, last week. And even before that week, he was a serviceable running back, getting 14, 15 points a week. I mean, he got a decent player. And I've got he no, needed. I had no wide receivers, man, none. I, I, well, I, I don't have a top-flight wide receiver. At this point in the season, right now, I do with Amari Cooper. I didn't have that before. So now I have a top-flight quarterback, top-flight running back, and a top-flight wide receiver, and a top-flight tight end. Now, again, that, that that could all change, you know, when we look at week 12. I, I don't know. But right now, quarter of our season is done. So the first quarter is done. I got to make an adjustment. <laughs> I got to make an adjustment. And wide receiver, I, I'm hurting. I can get by with my running backs. I got a couple more in the hole as soon as they come off injury or suspension. I've got two more running backs to add to my group. But. Yeah. Amari helps me, I mean, and I think Philip Lindsay helps him in his current situation. When Saquon's back, Lindsay's probably on his bench, be my guess. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he blows up too. I don't know. Maybe I do lose out, you know, when it's all said and done. But right now, at this point in time, I have to have a top-flight wide receiver. Josh Gordon, watching him play, I had the last three weeks, it'd make you want to eat thumbtacks. <laughs> it's awful. It's awful. Yes, sir. I mean, I get it. I know what you're trying to do. So I see I, it. I basically, I basically look at it the same way I looked at the trade I made with Cav. The way I looked at this last trade is I'm trading Philip Lindsay. For Amari Cooper. Now, I, he may have taken that trade straight up. I don't know. Maybe I should. That's what I should have tried to offer the first go around. I don't know, but I wasn't. I wasn't trying to haggle. I don't want this to drag out. So I threw in Josh Gordon. He may have taken the first offer. Josh, by me throwing in Josh Gordon, the way I look at it, it's like me throwing Antonio Brown into the trade I made with Cam because I had no, I had no faith that he was going to make it to this year, and I need to get rid of him. Uh, Cavs a gambler, and he thought he would. So I traded Chris Carson for David Johnson. In this scenario, I feel like I've traded Philip Lindsay for Mark Cooper. Is the way I look at it.
Who's this on the ground? That, Aaron is Jones? That Aaron Jones. No, oh, that's Williams, ain't it? Oh, it is Williams. Yeah. I, I yeah. Okay, it's Williams. He's light knocked out well, cold, ain't he? Yeah. Well, I ain't got to worry about having him as a handcuff no oh, more. Oh, he's knocked like... out cold. He didn't have his arm hanging up there like a typical I this. know, man. <laughs> Bruce, you no, know I'm, I'm done, man. All this health shit I'm going through. If I send you a picture of me out right there with my damn arm stuck up there, you know I'm done. <laughs> You ever notice that, Josh, Terry, Terry and I was talking about that last year, man. These guys get those big hits to the head, and they fall down. One of their arms just sticking up in the air, dude, when they're on their back. Oh, every UFC fight, like, every UFC like, fighter gets knocked out. Their legs go stiff, and their arms go straight up in the air. <laughs> Some of them, like, are squeezing and shit, like they're squeezing a, like they're squeezing oh, yeah. a like titty on a cow, man. <laughs> like they're like milking they're a cow. Yeah, man, you see that arm go up, and that's your player, Josh. <laughs> you better move him. <laughs> He's on my bench, thank God. I got the other guy in the game. <laughs> Figured it was Jones, because I got Jones in my lineup this week. So, are you well versed in the Nebula Conference, Josh? The power rankings? and. Uh, no, why? I just want your opinion on that conference up there. I mean, I am in the other conference. I am the commissioner, and I consider myself pretty knowledgeable of the other conference. I try to keep up to both, but uh, let's be honest. I mean, I've paid more attention to my conference. I don't want to sit and look at other people's numbers. What? Who's the power team up there? Um... In the Nebula, I'm going to say the power team, honestly, is the Orange Crush. I think Cavs been lucky. Well, I'm looking at the power rankings on the site. Cavs got 614 points. Yeah, he had a big week. He got almost 300 last week, so that'll make up two bad weeks. Crush got 595, so. Yep, I like the Crush. I think they're the best team in the division. Um, and honestly, I'm still not convinced that uh, that um, Houston Rams are, are probably second, second best. Bruce is third, in my opinion. And Hardy uh, probably fourth. I what like did Williams – was Williams the starter in this game? I don't know what happened. That's the first play of the game, wasn't it? They switch, they switch them back and forth like like crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I like Crush's team. I just looked down close. I ain't looked down really in depth. He's always got a good team. <clears throat> Cavs, Pardue's got a good team. He struggled with some bad luck, but. I just want to know your opinion on the Houston Rams, really. I think they're really the best team in the, in the conference. The Rams, I think, are second. I think they're second best. Yeah, he's in my uh, division. Yeah. What I, what I don't like about the Rams is I don't like their defense. I tell you what, talking talk about Cavs, so he's got some wide receivers over there. God. 
that kind of reminded me of my team last year. He's got some stout wide receivers. Let me look at him. Got Julio. Well, Mike Evans is a three-week-a-year guy, four-week-a-year guy. The rest of the time, he's average or don't show up. Mike, these are my opinion. You'll get 35 points or 40 from Mike Evans three times a year. The rest of the time, you're sitting there wondering where he's at. Julio's good. Keenan Allen's the shit, but he's injury prone. But yeah, you're I, right. Honestly, Sammy Watkins is playing out. Um, yeah, Watkins. Yeah. Getting those balls because uh, Tyreek Hill's hurt. If if Tyreek Hill did not get hurt, Sammy Watkins wouldn't have a third of them damn points. Yeah, and I wouldn't be starting McCole Harmon this week either if he was in. On the, the other hand, I, I might be doing this because I'm a homer and I got the same guy. But I think something that's going unnoticed at this point, and, it, and I could be wrong, it not, might not happen. Cav has Golden Tate on his bench, and I think with the Giants' new quarterback, I think Golden Tate's going to be a good steep pickup for him. He suspended the first four weeks. When he comes off the suspension, I think Golden Tate's going to be the primary receiver in the Giants. So, yeah, I think you get, he's got something there that nobody knows about. I think Golden Tate's going to be a good good player. I do, too. I like Golden Tate. Um, they didn't sign I him think, early in the free agency period. He was one of the first players signed. The Giants signed him. They did it for a reason. They got rid of Beckham and they got Tate. Now, he's not an Odell Beckham, but the guy's going to get a lot of targets. Jesus Christ, stretching his ass out of there. My God. I think, I think Cavs got a sleeper there in Golden Tate. <clears throat> and actually, I think he copied off me because I picked him up on two a days and then Cav did the next day. I'll take credit for it, but. <laughs> if he's good, if he's if he doesn't do nothing, I'll just uh, I, well, I, I, I won't. What, all the projections and all the hype. Matt Ryan is not living up so far after three weeks to his. Yeah, uh, but there's there's a twenty there's seventy five percent more of the season to go, man. I understand that. I understand that. But he was he's projected by a lot of different groups to be the breakout MVP-type season. Or they're 66%, right, Bruce? Is it 66% of the season left? You had it right, 75. 75. Now, Aaron Jones can run it in. Come on, boys. Get me in the end zone. Devontae Adams. Yes, sir. He might as well just walk that down there to him, hand it to him way through that ball. (laughs) <clears throat> right in the basket, wasn't it? Yeah. He looked a little slow, don't he? Got them heavy uh-huh. legs. He does got some heavy legs. He looks slow on that run, boy. Like Chad Matton. Uh, like who's my, my almost 12-year-old. Running flat-footed down through there. It's got to be Aaron Jones territory, don't it, Terry? Uh, yeah, Can't I mean. Can't burn a timeout? I would think it is, Josh. I mean, he's their goal line back in normal situations. and We'll see, man. They'll probably end up throwing it to somebody. Josh, what are you doing in Richmond, Virginia? You travel more than I am now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
I'm not. Laid up in some roach motel. Yep, Super 8. I know how you are. You only get $190. What you say? You get $190 a day uh, for food and hotel? Sorry, I'm in a Motel 6. There's a... Let me see what that is. There's a bug on the ceiling, and there's another bug. A stink bug on one the, corner. The, hey, you, the problem isn't what you can see. You should be worried about the shit you can't see. <laughs> I know. I know. You can't visually like the bed bugs? Me. Bed bugs, I know. Oh, I'm going to wake up itching like crazy, I'm sure. And you'll take them home with you. There's no getting rid of them. Yep. You need to pick up the sheet and look in the corners of that mattress and you'll see the black spots. If they're there, get the hell out. And leave all your clothes and shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's an epidemic, man. There was a time we had them under control. But they outlawed the damn medicine to kill them. Now nothing kills them. Yes, sir. What are what are they doing here? There's my boy Aaron Jones. Get in the end zone, boy. Reach that a boy. There he is. You can't celebrate, brute Josh, until they kick that damn extra point. They'll always go back and review a knee or something down. That fool was in. I don't. I don't tell. I learned last year in the playoffs in the, my ballistic bow run. Too much excitement to be disappointed. Run. You gotta wait till the extra points kicked. It don't extra matter. Run back, Josh. Yes, sir. I need him to offset Carson Wentz's negative. It's gonna come out tonight because I know that shit's gonna happen. Mm. That son of a bitch ain't looking worth a damn. I got Nelson oh, Aguilar playing tonight. No, you do, Bruce? Jeffrey. Yeah. Play them. Yeah, he had a big week last week. I don't think he'll duplicate that again. He's actually had a cut. He actually, the first three weeks hasn't been bad for him. He's had a lot of drops. Don't get me wrong. He he, he can't. He couldn't catch a dick in a coffee sack. <laughs> <laughs> he put up some points because that's all he had. But I played him again this week. Yeah, I got him out there. I'm worried about my damn. I'm worried more about my damn truck in the driveway than I am this damn bed bugs. You, well, you running. better you better refocus what you should be worried on them damn bed bugs. You ain't getting rid of them once you bring them in the house. No. It's an epidemic in that part of the country, pal. I'm telling you. Good. Seems all right. Bed looks pretty clean. Both yeah. cows picked. How much you pay yeah, for that joint, Josh? Thirty-five. Sixty-seven or something. <laughs> Lord, trying to put about a hundred dollars in my pocket, Bruce. I know you are. You might have just slept in a damn truck. Probably should have. Boy, I tell you, I was. Hey, you should have called Cav. Hell, Williamsburg is only about forty-five minutes from Richmond. I'm on the I'm on the uh, west side of Richmond, south, uh, like the western side of Richmond. I'm I'm still fifteen twenty minutes from downtown Richmond. But uh, how he's on mat- he's on maternity leave like Jalen Ramsey is. <laughs> he's yeah. got time to spare. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm overworking. Uh, 
taking up pipeline over on the east or on the west side of Richmond over here, Bruce, and we are right next to a billionaire's uh, horse farm. There's horses, show horses, and race horses galore over here in this farm. And, I'm uh, gonna, I'll be back in a second. One of my guys went and talked to the property owner. He said, we'll take good care of everything. We'll keep the horses in and stuff. He said, now you realize that the guy that runs this show, he wants you guys in and out of here as fast as possible, and you can't pay him to be quiet. He said, well, we, what do we need to pay him for? She said, if you damage anything, payment ain't going to help you. He, he, he's, he's not a millionaire. My guy said, oh, yeah. He said, he said he's a billionaire. Yes, sir. <laughs> And he don't need money. <laughs> she said, you see them horses over there? She pointed about three horses. She said, each one of them is about $3 million. <laughs> Run the shut service, huh? Yes, sir. Oh, come on, Carson Wentz. Well, one good thing about it, he's probably going to be behind all games. Have to throw the ball, huh? Hope he like the... He's only come alive in the second half this year, man. Yeah. <clears throat> and one thing, one thing about it, uh, he throws the ball a lot. I just hope he throws it to the white. Not the <clears throat> He throws a pick six. I might as well just turn it off. Hope he throws to Aguilar. You you drove down looking for whores yet, Josh? You yeah. did a whore run? No. <laughs> you don't have to buy them. You just got to at least look at them. <laughs> yeah. Not me, brother. Everywhere I went, I had to go check out the whores. Find, I find out the street the whores are on. I told me I'm not saying I get buy them. You know I ain't gonna buy no whore, Bruce. Just like driving around looking at them. Well, I was on the job site for almost seven o'clock. Been on the road. That's when they come out. Perfect time on the way home. <laughs> I've been on the road since 6:30. I swung in a drive-through, got me a little snack. I've been crawled up here in front of the TV ever since. Perfect time to go look for them. They don't come out until it gets dark. Yeah. <clears throat> I ain't seen nothing over here on the west side of Richmond. It's impressive at all. See, time has changed a little bit now. You ain't got to go out of the house anymore. You can just go on the internet. You can see what they look, what they look like. Yeah, it ain't the same, though. Something about driving up and down the street. <laughs> Get you. All right, Bruce. He's two for four for 14 yards. We're on We're on good pace here. What number is Josh. Aguilar? 19, Josh? Uh, uh, thir- 13, I believe. Offshawn's 17. I think he's 13. Damn, I need a big game. I need... I need- 14 out of him, Josh. I'd like to get 40 out of wins, because that's about the only chance I got of winning. 
I'll be anxious to see your numbers. You did you get any? Did you play around with those numbers yet, Bruce? Or are you gonna wait till the last, till all the weeks are done? No, I, I haven't played. I was just see if I could download the data. Get rid of it, boy. I, oh. I ain't looking, Aguilar. Uh uh-uh. uh, I ain't even looking. Who's that, that guy? Collins, wasn't it? I don't even know. He's, he's always hurt. Alshon playing. Nice. Yeah, he's he's back this week. He's back this week. I don't even know who that is. That's Hollins. Hollins. I don't know his first name, but I saw him earlier in the game. Number sixteen. But they got their left tackle and Alshon Jeffrey back in this game. Peters. Jason Peters, is that the left tackle? Yeah. Peters and get there, Carson. Oh, oh yeah. Josh, yeah, are you watching in. myiptv.com? No, sir. You're about two minutes behind. Did you look at that, Terry? I, look, I no. went to the website looked at it. I didn't look at it. I need to do <laughs> something like that. I don't doubt that he's probably right. but I went to the website. I don't know. I don't know about it. I spend way too much for TV. I agree with him on that. Yeah, I do too. What is it? Cav was on here gapping last week. You weren't on. You dialed in too late. Oh. But he subscribes to myiptv.com, pays $25 a month to get all the channels. Gets all the, basically gets it Sunday ticket, everything. $25 a month. But he's about, 17 minutes behind the rest of the country, but he gets it. <laughs> 17 minutes behind the yeah. rest of the country. He's, yeah, he, he, yeah he, he's behind. We was talking on the radio on Sunday, and Cass starts talking about some game, something. And it, this was the 7 o'clock at night in the evening. And I said, Cal, hold up. You can't – I can't talk about that. I got – I went and bought myiptv.com. I can't talk to you about it till the Cardinals game's over. Hell, it'd been over for two hours already. Cap <laughs> <laughs> didn't get it at first, man. He's like, your game ain't over yet? You're that far behind? <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, boy. Yeah. You go back home tomorrow, Josh? Uh, I don't know. I might have to stay here through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Depends on how much we get done tomorrow. Yeah, sir. Talk about this fantasy football a little bit here. Uh, yeah. You guys, are, you it. guys, you guys venture down into the Vintage Conference, any? You got any views of it? You look down through there at them numbers or teams? I really don't. Really don't. Hold yeah, on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, fellas. Can I interest you in this? Hold on. Your boy, Zima, shipped me a trade offer. You may have already saw it, Terry. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I got it turned off. I don't get no trade off. I don't see nobody's trade offers. That would be unfair. Oh, I go with my damn. Oh, God. You know, I almost, I almost put something in my uh, insider 
about Fathead's trade requests, but I haven't got a single one, but I thought maybe that was just indication that my team pretty much sucks, that he don't want nobody off of my unit. Damn, let me change my app up. I can't even get to my deleted. Here, here we go. Terry, you do see that I am leading. Inbox tab for drafts. Yeah, with the lowest amount of points in the league. Fewest, almost the fewest points in the league. Yeah. And uh, I'm leading my division, buddy. Yep, I've seen that, man. uh, I've got uh, 30, 39 more points than Clemmer. There it is. I know. I've seen that. Damon Ruskies give you Dookie Johnson and Demarcus Robinson for Sony Michelle. Of course. Me, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know why you're surprised, man. Every year we you go, we go through that with him. I didn't even try to counter. I just um, Marcus Rose and he picked up off the waiver. I didn't hear it, Bruce. What was the trade? Marcus Robinson and Duke Johnson. Tony Michelle. No, he he didn't offer that until he saw that trade offer. I mean, it's hard to do. <laughs> I got that shortly thereafter. I, Probably I mean, after he went and voted on it. Right. All right. Well, I mean, Bruce, I'm not going to say that's – Well, Josh, stand, hold, not, please. Josh, don't – You got to think about – I already have McCole Hardman. And Travis Kelsey. What am I going to do with DeMarcus Robinson? That's going to give me an uh, Every week, I'm going to have to decide. Harmon or Robinson. They don't, Bruce, they don't look at your team and what they think you need and this and that. They don't. They just look, think what they need, what they want. That's the problem with people, most people in their trade offers. They have no idea what you really need. They don't look. And, Josh, would you start Duke Johnson over Sony Michelle? No. What is today, 26? Yeah. I don't know. Looks like it's Devontae Adams Day, 17. Number 17. Feeding him the ball. Zima's going to tear it up. Watch him now. Yeah, Zima's going to light you up today. Who's playing him? Not me. I'm playing Cal. Adams going to end up with 40. Rams playing him. I'll go out on a limb. Whoever's playing the Orange Crush will have the worst week. Every week they do. Josh's been pretty lucky this year, too. Yeah, he's caught lightning in a bottle. <laughs> yes, sir. Turn, turn it up. Thank you, Josh. That turn ain't path up. interference, man. That's incidental contact. They called that? You're going to run the table, aren't you, Josh, with all that luck? No, I just got to get lucky about four more times. I think I'll be in good shape. You know, I said <laughs> that last year, and every week I would had to say the same number, didn't I, Bruce? I need four more wins. I only need four more. Yeah. I couldn't get separation. Hell, I was ten wins and needed two more. <laughs> oh, shoot.
What are you eating? Tater chips? Mm-mm. Ice chips. Oh. How, how's your smoking going, man? Cessation. That ain't good. You're smoking again. Yeah. Still smoking like Dude, put that shit down. That's so freaking weak. That shit's terrible for you, man. Just throw it away. Trust me, it ain't worth it. You know, you're smarter than that. You really are. No, you don't want to hear it from me. No, you're an adult, but you're smarter than that bullshit. I got to agree with him, Bruce. I do, too. You need to get that, get rid of that shit. Speaking of, Josh. It's too late when you get a big old fucking spot inside. It's too late. You ain't going to smoke and it's, oh, I got this shit. I'm going to quit. It's too late. Plus, it's doing a lot of other shit to you that you don't even really think about. And I know I smoked, man. And I know when I come to visit, I took your cigarette and I smoked. I know it's not easy, man. I know it's not easy. That's why I'm trying to just say it. I know it's not easy. But I'm capable I'm capable of not smoking when I until I went there or I went around you. And I know you go around people and that's why you want to smoke or you get at work and you want to do this and where you go drink. But you got to get through it because you're smart enough to do it, man. Find an alternative. You're not a fucking hillbilly that ain't. You're not a hillbilly that that ain't got no fucking wisdom. Apparently, it's not vaping either. Everybody's falling over. I know. Fuck that shit. Pay. Get you a pack of sugar-free juicy fruit, and I hope that damn artificial sweetener don't clog up your damn uh, guts with some kind of shit. <laughs> what's a hey, what's that shit called? Um, Sparks mine. Or, or yeah, yeah. Gosh, how's your dad doing? <clears throat> Still smoking like a fucking fool. Your dad is. Yeah. What's wrong with him, he, Josh? No, he quit Fuck. for years. Nah, you right? fucking lied. Fucking lied. Oh, he called it smoker, huh? Well, he quit for he quit for like six months or something. Then he started closet smoke, and then he quit again for like three months. Well, every time I've been Florida, around him, I never saw him smoke. Went for fucking he went to Florida for three months and never fucking smoked. Came back, fucking started smoking a week after he got home. Fucking fool. It's hard, man. It is hard. I know it is. <laughs> But you got to be wise. You got to be smart, man. Think about what you're doing. And I know you're thinking that this guy's telling me I fucking didn't quit. How old are you? 35, Bruce? 38. Yeah, I didn't really even. I quit when I was. I Basically, I quit smoking when I was 40. I quit buying mainly and shit. I'd go to your house and visit. Yeah, I'd smoke. But other than that, I quit smoking probably when I was 40, 42. So you're saying here I'm only three eight five? Yeah, but I'm just telling you, man. From, looking back on it, I wish I'd never smoked one cigarette. Because you know what? 
you get that shit, you could be quit for 10 years, and that shit still, you still get have issues resulting from smoking. And you quit 10 years ago, and you, when you quit, you didn't have nothing. You didn't have cancer. You didn't have throat cancer. It didn't, none of that shit matters. They still can get it for up to 10, 15 years later after quitting. So I always look back, man, with my throat issues and all the shit I got going on. I wish I'd never even fucking smoked one cigarette. That's why I'm on you so hard about it, because I don't want I, you. You'll be. You don't need to be thinking about that shit. You're smart enough to not do it. The kids, you need the kids. Don't need to see you smoking that shit. Yes, sir. I know I'm. I know I'm going off on that shit. It's stupid, but damn, man. Some people, I wouldn't even say shit to them because I know they're not wise enough and they'd never be wise enough. But you are. If nothing else, when you want one, just think I'm too smart to pick that fucking thing up. Damn, look at Aaron sliding like he's going into third base. Speaking of that, you talking about the Cardinals. They still in the driver's seat? They're one game up with like three games to go. They're in the playoffs. Didn't you just tell me it was three games up? Yeah, they've lost two in a row, and other teams won three. The Cardinals only played two games. They played three. When's it all? When's, when's the regular season? There's only season three games, like week? three days. Like three days from now. <clears throat> Cardinals didn't play today, but they got one. They're in the playoffs, but to win the division, they, they're one game up with three to go. I think they'll win. That's all they got to do is who, win one game and the other team lose one game. Who's who's second? Who's in second? Brewers. Division. Brewers. They eliminated the Cubs last week. They swept them in four and they put the Cubs out of it. And Brewers have won like nine and tw- Brewers have won like fifteen out of seventeen, man. Hold on a minute. So Milwaukee's in the playoffs too, right? No. I thought I heard on the radio this morning that they was uh, giving praise to Milwaukee because they're in the playoffs. It's right now. The Dodgers, which is a really good team, they'll probably be in the World Series. The Dodgers, the Braves, which is a good team, but they won't be in the World Series. Dodgers, Braves, Cardinals, uh, Nationals, and Brewers. I can't remember the other one, man, in the National League. Brewers are trying to win the division because it's better to win. You don't want to play in a one-game wild card. But they're, but they're both in right now at this point. Season in and right I now, think, they're both in. I think they are. I think the Brewers are in. I know the Cardinals are in. I, I thought I heard them talk about that on the radio this morning. Yeah, you, they want to win the division. I know Cardinals want to win the division. So. They, they got to win one game and the other team lose a game. So we'll see what happens. They, they ain't winning the World Series. So. Dodgers, uh, uh, are the are the Yankees in the playoffs? Yeah, just, they won their division for the first time since like 2002, man. Been a while. Yep. Is that is that um, 
Aaron Judge, he's still living up to expectations. He's, no, he's all right, man. He he's all right. He ain't no he ain't nothing great. What what position does he play? Third base. Out right right field. I heard something does, too about He might play Colin first Cal- base. Colin Cowhart gets on this kick. He talks about You'll know. I'm mean, I'm obviously. You talk about Bryce Harper. Who who's the other hot shot dude? Had a big contract this year, last year. Bryce oh, Harper. Manny Machado. Um, yeah, him. He listed like four of them. They got big paydays over the last two years or something. Last year or so. And how none of those teams are in the playoffs. Yeah. It happens all the time, man. It's like when Pujols left the Cardinals. He played for the Cardinals for like 11 years. Career, the lowest he ever hit was 303. That was the last year. He was like a 330 every year. Hit like 40 home runs every year. Cardinals could see his decline was coming. Physically, he was always hurt the last year. So the, the Angels give him unbelievable $800 million for a 10-year contract. They ain't been in the playoffs since. Hell, he ain't hit 300 since. Yeah, I think it was, that was the point he was making. Like, everybody opened up the checkbook. It's not, it's not about that. You know, he talked about pitching and blah, blah, blah. But. Well, it comes down to pitching and defense in baseball. That's what it is, pitching and defense. There's other little things, base running, smart base run, not speed per se, but good base running, good management by the manager, bullpen pitching management throughout the season. It's a long season. You can't be wearing your guys out. So those little things, a manager can win or lose six games a year for, the, for his team. So, but like like you just said, pitching and defense decides where they win. It's nice to see a team that scores fucking eight runs. You ever you ever notice this though? And I know you don't watch a lot of baseball, but think about this. And this goes for football too. I'll just use this for football. Let's say you your team wins today, 46 to 21. You won a game. You're happy, right? 46-24. You're happy. We won. We we only gave up 24 points. If you lose 24 to 13, your defense sucked. You know what I'm saying? If you lose 24 to 13, your defense sucked. But if you win 40 to 24, you was good. It's like the same thing in baseball. If you win 5 to 3, it's it's all great. If you lose three to nothing, your pitching's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you ever thought about it that way? Mm-mm. That's the way it is. People don't see the details in it. When you win 48 to 25, you should be concerned about giving up 25 damn points. But you'd be concerned about. He had um, Al Michaels on his show the other day. He's talked about them like his idol, you know, since he was a kid and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> So Al Michaels was talking the other day. I, I didn't know this, but, you know, he, he, he got his start calling baseball games. I used to he, love he, listening to him, man, what he said, watching he, him on TV. He used, to, he used to call the Reds. Monday Night Baseball. Reds he used to call the Reds games, and he talked about 
I think he said he was there two or three years or something. And then he got this job offer at San Francisco. He got there and called San Francisco games. And he said, Marty Brenneman replaced him. In Cincinnati. Marty Brenneman's the shit, dude. I love Marty Brenneman. He said that, uh, now Michael said, so the year I left, Marty Brenneman took over. I'm out here in San Francisco. The team is terrible. Marty Brown was calling the damn World Series. <laughs> yep, big red machine. Marty yep, Brown was good shit too, dude. I enjoy listening to him. He's done. He just retired. I saw him the next I know. Day. This, this is, is his last, last year, game, man. man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Forty-six it's, years. You know what? I watched when I was I grew up there in Northern Kentucky. I liked the Cardinals. I hated the Reds. Everybody at school liked the Reds. So I would listen to the Cardinals. I could pick. I lived in Kentucky. But I could pick up the Cardinals baseball game, KMOX from St. Louis is the radio station. When it was dark out, I could pick it up at night. So I would listen to probably out of 162 games, I'd probably listen to 60, 80 of the Cardinals games. That's what I do, man. I loved it. I'd come home at night, couldn't wait for the game to come on, tune in my little radio. But, and the Cardinals got, I had a great announcer too, and Jack Buck, Joe Buck's dad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Harry Carey and Jack Buck were then, and Harry Carey left because they got. But anyway, Jack Buck was a shit on the radio. I loved it. But I tell you what, man, I used to listen to the Reds just because Marty Brennan's that good, man. I would listen to the Reds. I'd be outside doing whatever I do, playing, throwing my ball, sitting in my bed. I always, if the Reds were on and the Cardinals wasn't on the radio, I'd be listening to Marty Brennan. I love. So here, I got this. MLB.tv, right, for the last four years. So I get all the all the games. I can tune them in. And so when the Cardinals aren't on or after the Cardinals are on, sometimes I just sit around. I turn on the Reds, and I turn it on to use the radio audio instead of the TV mm-hmm. audio. And I just love listening to Marty Brennan, man. He's the shit. I always liked him. Hate the Reds, though. <laughs> Marty's good yeah, shit. Yeah, that, that was a good story. Yeah, Michael. They used to. They, it used to be Marty Brenneman and Joe Nuxall was the radio team, and for the Reds, I think he was. They was together for thirty years, man. And then Joe Nuxall died in the eighties, early or nineties. I think he's twenty-six years. He was with Nuxall, but Joe Nuxall was pretty cool, man. Joe Nuxall was the youngest pitcher ever to appear in a major league baseball game. He was like fifteen years old. When he played in the majors, he was the youngest pitcher ever. I think it had something to do with the war, World War Two or some shit. It was like low on players, so that he brought you know he was too he wasn't in the war because he was too young, so he pitched. But he ended up pitching. He went back to the minors for when he got older. He came back and pitched a few more years, but but he's a good announcer too. He was always drunk. <laughs> Joe Nux are always drunk on the radio, man. Al Michaels is the shit, dude. I like Al Michaels, man. Al Michaels good. He used to, he used to do Monday night. Uh, Monday it used to be Monday night baseball, cause you know you only had three channels on your rabbit ears growing up when I was growing up. You had ABC, CBS, NBC, and you had a UHF channel like 64, a big crap. But on Monday night baseball was a big deal, cause unless you the only, the only games you saw other than that was like in your local area team occasionally. So the Reds was always on. So Monday Night Baseball would have teams not normally seen, and Al Michaels did them. It was good, man. 
Yeah, Al Michaels is shit, man. Mm-hmm. I used to think Keith Jackson was, too, but I was watching a, a USFL game today on YouTube. He kind of sucked. You remember oh, Keith Jackson? Jackson? Did all those college games? No. You don't remember Keith Jackson? Well, see, uh, who was the guy with Chris Berman? No, I don't know. That Chris Berman ain't Jackson even a real Johnson. announcer, man. No, I know, I know, but the, the name Keith Jackson, the first thing I thought of was that black guy that used to sit on NFL Live was Chris Berman. No, no. Keith Jackson did all college games in the 70s and 80s, all the way to 90s, early 2000s. Well, he did USFL games. I was watching one today. I was watching the New Jersey Generals and the LA Express, man. They had Steve Young, LA Express, and the Generals had uh, Doug Flutie at quarterback and Ursula Walker at running back. But I'm... uh, Keith Jackson sucked. I used to like him. I thought he sucked, though, today. Man, that reminds me of my grandpa. I'd go to visit my grandpa. That's all he watched was college football. He's sitting in that chair. Jackson. It was with Chris Berman. Who? Tom Jackson was the... Tom Jackson. Uh, Tom Jackson. There you go. Number 50, wasn't he, for the Broncos? Before he before he went up there on TV, ESPN used to play for the Broncos, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, he played in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Linebacker. Are you at the Luke Colin, Bruce, or are you on the road? Yeah, I'm home. Colin, Colin Coward asked Al Michaels. Said, aside from the miracle on ice. Because Al Michaels called that. Yep, I remember watching that when it happened, man. He said, aside from that, what was your second favorite call? And he said, it took him a minute, and he kind of listed off a bunch. He was kind of being wishy-washy. He talked about a couple of Super Bowls. He talked about the Cardinal Super Bowl. Um, But he said, I called one boxing match my entire career. First time I ever did it, I forget who he said he was calling it with. Who, you know, obviously been a stalwart and I'll always, you know, call boxing. So he was calling it with him. He said it was Hagler Hearns. He said I, I've never seen a boxing the first round of a boxing match so intense in my entire life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wasn't that Hagler Hearns fight? <laughs> <laughs> There's your boy, Austin Jeffrey, with a touchdown. Always boy. heard Austin. I remember the Miracle on Ice, man. Uh, of course, I grew up in Kentucky, and we didn't like hockey. We went into hockey. Nobody was. But, of course, it was a limit. It was a big deal because they had been building up yeah. to that. So, on that Saturday, I swear it was a Saturday because I remember getting up. The whole, that's it all was, we talked about. It, it, uh, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you. Yeah, go ahead. I seems like it was Saturday because I remember all morning. That's all we talked. We all got up early. I remember sitting in. I we lived in a trailer. I remember sitting in the couch, sitting there, all of the whole family, except maybe my mom. She might have been at work. We sat and watched that whole hockey game. That's probably the only hockey game I had ever seen in my whole life. The whole thing through. 
you know, I'd probably watch some of the Olympics a few minutes here and there, but I was young. I didn't want to go outside and do shit. Well, I remember watching that game, man. And that's all we talked about for three months at school, and that was the shit, man. They called that touchdown back. Yeah. Colin Cowherd <laughs> talked about that was a weekend. He, I think he said Saturday or Sunday. I don't remember which it was. I think it was Saturday, he said, man. he said he remembered as a kid he was watching cartoons. And they broke through the cartoon network to tell, you know, breaking news, you know, USA defeats Russia or something. But he said, you remember watching cartoons and it broke through. Yeah, we had, we had it tuned in. I remember them and I was young when I say this. I don't, let me say I don't remember. To me, it's more like a, you know how you have a dream and you wake up and you can remember a lot of the dream, but 10 minutes later you can't remember, but yeah, maybe yeah. small part of it. If any of it, well, the, when we landed on the moon, I was like five years old, four years, almost five years old. I remember laying on the floor next to my mom. My mom was laying on the floor with me. I was laying on my belly watching TV, and that shit was happening. And I remember my sisters were sitting behind me, and my mom was laying there next to me, and I had my arm on my mom's back, and we was watching that shit go on on the moon, man. Yeah. Mm. I needed that touchdown, boys. That you got always heard Alshon? No, uh, he got, got Carson. Oh yeah. I don't think uh, Aguilar's got a catch yet. I don't. I ain't seen him. Hey, there's Jeffrey. Yeah, turn. You need to go call your dial up. Provider, tell them you got IPTV.com and you need a boost. You're just getting that score. What's the first uh, Super Bowl you remember watching, Bruce? I remember watching. I know my first. For, the 49ers. Beat that play. shit out of Denver. Yeah, yeah. Or it Cincinnati. was a blow, like like forty. It may have been Cincinnati. It may have like been Cincinnati. 50, yeah, Cincinnati, San Francisco, nineteen eighty-two. No, like eighty. Eighty. Oh yeah, they played them again in eighty-seven. Yep. Mid eighties. That's probably the one yeah. I remember. That's the first one I remember. And it wasn't because Dad watched it. I had to watch it myself. But he didn't watch sports. Um, but yeah, I, I remember them beating that dog shit out of Cincinnati, man. They didn't beat them out. Of, they didn't beat the dog shit out of Cincinnati. They barely won, man. They came back and no, won the last. Well, you talking well, about Denver beat the, Washington and Denver got their ass. Denver got their ass blowed out by Washington. San Diego got their ass blowed out by uh, San Francisco. That was in the nineties. Both Cincinnati San Francisco games were close, man. Well, it was Last... a Niners Super Bowl. They won like fifty-five to ten. I can tell you that right now because I remember it too, Bruce. That was my first. That one. was San Diego, man. Okay, maybe yeah. Whatever. Who are they blew out? That's the first hell. One I was I in Utah TDY when they was playing when that shit was on. That's the first one you remember in the ninety. That was probably ninety six, ninety seven. 
No, no, no way. 88 or 89. I can tell you right now, San Francisco won the Super Bowl in 88 or 89. Uh, let me look here. But uh, nonetheless, the, I big I was a San Francisco fan after that. Like I, that was my team. San Francisco, I, Cincinnati, I, man. That was it was twenty to sixteen. The score. What was another Super Bowl they ran? The next year they <laughs> beat the Broncos, fifty-five, 55. to ten. So that's nineteen ninety. That was it. Maybe that was it then. Maybe that was it then. I just remember being a blowout. 55-10. I knew the score. That's the one I remember, too. It was the First one I remember. First one I remember is 75, uh, Steelers and the Vikings. That's the first Super Bowl I remember. And I remember it because I went to the dentist on that Friday. I had a Little League baseball game or something. My mom come and picked me up. I was at an event, some sports thing. My mom come picked me up, took me to the dentist. And in the dentist office, all he had on this talk show, talking about the football and the Super Bowl coming up. Vikings going to lose. You know, he's talking about whether the Vikings, because they'd already been in two other ones or three other ones, and they was going to lose again. So then I remember going, we watched, my dad watching it, and I sat there and watched it with him. And I don't remember much about the game. I remember a lot about the game in 76 when uh, Pittsburgh beat Dallas. And I don't remember the score, but I remembered a lot of the game. But in 1975, was the first one. That's about 10 years old. And it was the 1989 Super Bowl, but it was then played in 1990. Yeah, that's the way they all are. Yeah. So it was the 89 regular season Super Bowl. Niners beat the Broncos, 55-10. That was the first one I remember, too, Bruce. So I was 14 years. I've seen – I remember 14 more Super Bowls than you, man. Yeah, you're about 14 years older than us. Probably more than that. Here's the thing that – and when I'm long dead, and when you're 70 and I've been dead for 30 years or whatever, you can think about me. Every time they say the Super Bowl, because I'm the same age as the Super Bowl number every year. Oh, really? Yeah, so if it's Super Bowl 60, I'll be 60 years old. If it's Super Bowl 58, whatever. That's, I'm the same age as the number. Super Bowl 1 was the year I was born. That's funny. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's the first one I remember, Bruce. The Niners beating the ass off of Denver. I thought it was Cincinnati, but it was Denver. 55-10. And then after that, I remember all them Buffalo Bills Super Bowls. Holy shit. Now, of all the Super Bowls you've seen, Josh, which no. one was your favorite? The, the, the hold, best. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Talking about, I remember, so I became a 49ers fan. After that first Super Bowl watch, all the way up until, you know, Randy Moss went to the Vikings. I was a 49ers fan. But um, I remember going to Josh's house. He was a Buffalo Bills fan. He had Thurman Thomas posters and shit. <laughs> Josh did? He was a Buffalo Jim Bills Kelly. fan, dude. He was, man. Jim he Kelly, loved the Bills as a kid. Andre yeah, Reed, Steve Tasker. I remember all them boys, dude. <laughs> he, was a, he, he was a Bills fan, man. 
I remember I, that. Up until Terry or, or Bruce, up until about five or six years ago, and I don't know, my mom may still have it. I had a Buffalo Bills throw that my parents still have. I think to this day. I, I remember, dude. I remember going over there, staying the night. The first time I stayed the night over there. I think it was in grade school. I don't know when it was. Maybe junior. I don't know. Sixth, seventh grade. Your, I mean, that's when it was. Your mom. I think your mom asked, you know, what y'all want for snacks? So I thought I want some pizza rolls, right? So I, I don't know why I remember this, man. I have no fucking idea. She went to the store and bought these pizza rolls and made them. I'm sitting there eating the hell out of them. You you bit into one and it had like a damn green pepper and onion or some shit in it because it was like combination. It's got the green pepper, and onion, sausage, pepper, onion. He damn threw a fucking fit, man, like a damn baby. <laughs> How damn. old was you, man? <laughs> I, I was I was young, man, and I and I just right, remember um, thinking, dude. And, he's probably and, a and listen, and that's another thing. He talked to his mom like shit, dude. He gave his mom <laughs> hell. I knew if I ever said something like that, my dad knocked my fucking teeth out if I ever talked to my mom like that. And I remember thinking, he gave his mom hell, dude, over those fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> and I thought, there ain't no way, man. My dad will whoop my fucking ass till I fucking bled to death if I talked to my mom like that. <laughs> you gave your mom hell, dude. You owe her an apology, Josh. Ah, no, he'll give her hell to this day. God. And she wouldn't do nothing. He was the only son, blah, blah, blah. Fuck. I would have had hey. dentures at a very early age. I fucking promise you that. <laughs> Ain't no way hey. I'm bringing that bad habit home. <laughs> God, dog. Adams has got seven for 146, and Rogers is still looking at him in the red zone. So which was your favorite? Yeah, I'll just say mine. Well, of course, it was the Cardinals, Super Bowl 43. But my second one, not not my team, probably be that uh, 81 Bengals 49ers game. That was a good game. The Bengals were mutts all the time. They were like the Cardinals, you know, have been, always have been. They never was, never win nothing. And a couple of my best friends were Bengals fans, so I kind of really wanted them to win. Uh, back in uh, the 80, it was played in 82, but it was the 81 season. And they got beat last last play of the game, but two who favorite ones. Have? Like Boom or Sash and shit? Like who was on that team? I don't even know. The Bengals? Icky? No, yeah. no, no, that's way before Icky Woods, man. They had Chris Collinsworth. Uh, the quarterback was, uh, damn, he's an old guy then. Uh, Ken Anderson was the quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Uh, their defenses, they had all good defensive players, but I don't remember their running back. I would want, if I saw him, their name popped up. But Chris Collinsworth was their best wide receiver. Yeah. Ken Anderson was a stud. They had a good tight end. Pat Pat McAfee was the punter. You'd say, that's funny. You remember the punter's name? Well, he was a wide receiver slash punter. He wasn't a great wide receiver, but he was good enough. But the thing about Pat McAfee is, Hold up. He actually invented. Yeah, he actually invented that damn those damn trading cards with the action figure in it. What is that starting lineup? 
Pat McAfee started that shit and patented that shit and started the company that did that does that, man. But yeah, the Bengals were good then, man. I mean, I didn't like the Bengals. I liked the Cardinals then too, but my friends liked them, and I was kind of rooting for them because they always sucked. 49ers no. always sucked too before that year too. Not Pat McAfee. Yeah, it is Pat McAfee, man. He was a kicker. Dude, Pat McAfee. Wasn't it McAfee? Hold up. Let me look. Let me look. Hold up. West Virginia, man. And he punted for the, the Colts. Okay, so time. hold up. Yeah, I got him mixed up then. Hold up. I'll tell you his name, man. Uh, David Verser. He was he was good player, man. Defensive guy. Ken Anderson. Turk Schonert was their backup. I remember him. Charles Alexander and Archie Griffin. Archie Griffin sucked in the pro, but he was on the team. Uh, Charles, uh, Pete Johnson was the main running back. Big, big dude, man. He was good. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. Is it Steve? Uh, you talking about? Oh, Pat uh, Mc, Pat Mc, McAnally. M C I N A L Y. Pat Mc, I don't remember how to say it. Pat McAnally. Not McAfee, it's McAnally. He was the punter. He's a former punter and wide receiver for the Bengals. If you go read about him, he invented that damn starting lineup shit. Life after football. McAnally conceived the starting lineup series of action figures, 1986, the final year of his career, and pitched the idea to Kenner. Kenner agreed to develop it, and the line became a top seller. Kenner was later sold to Hasbro. McAnally himself was not included in the starting lineup line until a 10th anniversary action figure of him was released in 97. There you go. He also founded Good Sports for Life, an organization dedicating with partners to blah, blah, blah. He's got a lot of shit going on, man. Yeah, they had him. See, Ken Riley was good defense. Louis Breeden was the shit. The coach was... Uh, Forrest Gregg. I didn't even have to look here to know I know it. He used to be an offensive lineman for the Bengals when he played. He was a pretty good coach. Ross Browner was good. Defensive player. Got their sacks. Dan Ross was a good tight end. I think he died a few years back. Josh, do you know the only high school football game that's bet on in Vegas? No, I would have. It's Canton against Maslin, dude. Maslin. Maslin. Maslin, Maslin Tigers. That's all you hear about them around that area is Maslin. Dude, my, that camp, that, 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 uh, my, the campground that I'm at has that camper on. It's up there just south of Canton. And them boys up there, them guys, them old-timers, dude, that's all they talk about is damn Maslin Canton when that football game rolls They out. got more coaches than FCF schools at that high school. That football they, team has more on the coaching staff than FCS teams. Josh, on the wow. Friday before – Josh, on the Thursday before the game, they shut the schools down. They shut the schools down up there in those cities. And they have parades and shit. That's where football was founded, dude, up there. That's 
big time, big league. They've been around a long time, man. And I didn't even know they was better than I think Terry or somebody Terry or somebody told me. <clears throat> Maybe one of the guys at camp around. I don't remember. That's the only high school football oh. game that's better on in Vegas. What happened? can't. No, see, he, he was down, man. He was down. He was already down. Yeah, well, from where I was in it, grew up in northern Kentucky, man, that's all you could hear about was Maslin. He's always ranked but, in the top five in the damn nation. What, and what was it last year I told you? I was, I was traveling. I think I was going Yeah, to me and you was driving in the car, man. We used looking at us looking that shit up. Because I was telling you, Valdosta and Maslin yeah. is like always, and over the years, they're always the Valdosta, Georgia's high school football, and Maslin are like the two top programs every year almost. Dude, last year, Josh, I think, I think I was driving to Cleveland. I had on sports radio, and they were talking about Maslin. It was either Maslin or Canton. I think it was Maslin. Beat a team 100 to nothing. Yeah, you was telling me about that. Or like 100 to 7. They scored 100 points. <laughs> high school. High school, dude. Well, Looking actually, you know, Google. Notre Dame had a head coach. His name's Jerry Faust. Okay, they hired him in the 80s. He, they hired him directly from Maslin. He was Maslin's head really? coach. Yeah, he went to Notre Dame to be their head coach. He had the balls to change their colors. So Notre Dame had Maslin's colors for about six years. They went from that oh, green shit. color to a blue color. Yeah. That was because Jerry Faust wanted that damn Maslin colors there. Yeah. That's big. That's big time, ain't it? He sucked. They never won many games with him. I know that. That's why he got fired in <coughs> four years. I think he was from Mouth. Let me double check it. I could be wrong. Oh, no, he was from Moeller, man. Moeller in Ohio, in Cincinnati. He won four. That team beat the brakes off somebody last year. They was talking about on the radio, man. Yeah. And they said they they really wasn't trying to run a score. But he actually had the third stringers in there, man, and let the boys play. They just let them play. Ah, yeah, I'm wrong, man. Ah. Uh, Jerry Faust was coached at Moeller High in Ohio, not Maslin. Yeah, man, Maslin ah. Canton, dude. Ah. Big time high school football game around these parts. A hundred to nothing in a high school football game. That's crazy, ain't it? I don't know if it was zero. It may have been seven or 14. I don't know. But I know Madison scored 100 points. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Jerry Faust, career high school record at Moeller, 178 and 23. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that sounds like damn it. Uh, NDSU shit, man. Yes, sir. Hey, 178 and 23. Coach, North, Coach Notre Dame. His Notre Dame record was 30 and 26. <laughs> and five. Got fired, huh? Yeah. 
and throw the ball to Aguilar. Throw the ball to somebody instead of getting sacked. Man, this has been the longest second quarter I can ever remember sitting through. Damn, that's a face mask, ain't it? Damn, he got yeah. a good jump, that's for sure. Either offside or face mask or both. That's a big, strong oh. dude, man. That guy swinging you around, you don't go down. Late hit, oh, too. All kinds of penalties on that play. They throw any flags? Yeah, about four of them. They're still up in the air on your IPTV.com, Josh. <laughs> they ain't hit the turf yet. <laughs> Motel 6 running IPTV, yeah. Josh. Well, he ain't took no sacks. He ain't turned the ball over yet. That's a good thing. Run, boy. Oh, they're getting down the red zone, ain't they, almost? Yeah. Is this... All I, all I need to do is cover four and a half points here for this Dude, uh, pick him I got. I couldn't start that damn Aguilar. He'll probably end up helping you, but he ain't got a target, has he? Mm-mm. Nope. Not one. He only got targets the other day because Jeffrey was out. Well, that's why I played with him and Deshaun Jackson still out, but Green Bay's got a good defense, man. They do. Very good. They're for real. Yeah. How come I can't see Wentz's rating? I don't know. I don't think you can until the game's over, man. I don't know. I never really looked. It shows it sometimes, like, in the second half or something. I think you might have to click on. There he is. Zach Ertz with the first down. That's right. First and goal, Bruce. Zach Ertz and Jeffrey getting all the luck. Ertz gets beat up, dude. Beat up. Yeah, I don't know, Josh. I've seen it sometimes, but I don't I don't know when it shows up. Yeah, it ain't there yet. Man, he's got a cannon, don't he? Uh, yeah. Like I told you a few years ago, he won three games at NDSU. They was beat by scrambling all the way like this, all the way to the sideline, and then he turned and threw it all the way across the field, the guy wide open because nobody thinks he can throw it there. They won three games on the last second place like that. That guy's got a cannon. Man, like and I think I remember saying, there's only like two guys in the NFL at the time that can make the throws he can make. He's got a rocket, man. He does, man. He throw that shit. And the thing, funny thing is, he never even went to NDSU as a quarterback. He was a linebacker. He played linebacker when they his first year and broke his arm and couldn't play, so he had to be the scout team quarterback because his left arm was broke. So he was scout team quarterback. So he become a quarterback. <laughs> mm. Come on, tackle him. Don't let him cannon, there. Man. there we go. First and goal, bro. <coughs> That's what we needed, boy. Oh, they caught him short. 
Third and one. You got a big old car, so you nose dive it over like that. Yeah, I see it. Coming, ain't it? He can't get a rushing touchdown from four yards out, though. I can guarantee you that. Not running up the middle. He <laughs> broke his knee last year, man. He won't know, run it yeah. in, man, like he used to. They used to do a lot of bootlegs and shit. They won't I'm do them no more. Who's your backup over there? Fucking overpaid. Chase Jared Daniels. Hall. Chase Daniels. Oh, oh, you're talking about on the Eagles? The Eagles? Yeah. I don't. We don't even have a backup. We're hoping and praying for Carson Wentz to stay healthy. Give an Aguilar that fade down there one on one. Yes, throw it to him. Oh, fell oh, down. Man. He'll throw it to Ertz, man. He always does down here. That's why, because they had, out of 61 players at NDSU, 31 of them was tight ends on the roster. Last last week, NDSU had 12 active tight ends on the game day. 12. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> What they end up converting them to like defensive linemen, but they always call them tight ends if they ain't got their position yet. There's Ertz. Aguilar ain't even in the game. Perfect. Goddard. Goddard. Speaking of FCS, that guy beat the shit. He's hard to stop. South Dakota. That's three touchdowns for me if you count the Aaron Jones run. My God, I'm in good, good shape, shape, Josh. You're in good shape, Bruce. You, Bruce, you better hope Green Bay runs up the score and the Eagles just have to throw every down. Yeah. What do you need from your guy? Ten points. Ten. all wants ten. You'll get it. I don't see it happening. Get it. It could happen. That's the funny thing about it. It can happen on three plays or two plays. You know what I'm saying? You better score in the second half. 20-yard touchdown. You got your 10. I ain't going to bet until it happens. This game will be like 35-34. They'll light it up in the second half. I don't think nobody's scoring 30 points on Green Bay. They ain't that good. Their defense ain't that good. I think it is. Yeah. That damn cornerback they got, Alexander, he's for real, man. They got a lockdown corner. Yair Alexander, he's safe at Louisville, actually. I think it's his second yep. year, man. I wish I could see his passer rating. Well, go NFL.com. I think you have to – you know what? It's not going to show, Josh. I just realized it. It's not going to show until he has 15 pass attempts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He only got 10, I think, or 11. Once he reaches no. 15, you're going to see that number. <laughs> hey, hey, I was – Seven. Seven for 11 was... starts this draft. He threw the ball four times. He's got to have 15 passing attempts, don't he? No, he's got 10. 
You know that guy that's on uh, the Red Zone channel, Andrew Siciliano? Big ears. Yo, big, big ears. ass ears. And the bad Dude, news for him is the older you get, the bigger they get because they don't ever quit growing. Your ears and your nose. So he's in bad shape. <laughs> they, he was on Colin Cowherd today, and they was, they was talking about, you know, the Red Zone channel and blah, blah, blah. They were talking about the Chiefs. And he said last week they were uh, – he was doing his thing, and he said they told he told him to, to cut into the Chiefs, bring the Chiefs in, because they were like the forty yard line, right? Yeah. And they were kind of like, well, "What are you talking about?" It's like, dude, if the Chiefs is in positive territory, it's red zone. That's right. And and, and, and apparently they were he was telling out to the to the audience at the time as well, and he said as sure as basically sure as hell. Right on point. He the next pass <laughs> that Mahomes threw was a touchdown. He said he got all kinds of tweets like that shit was set up and it wasn't live. And he said, I swear to God, <laughs> I swear to God, it was live. It happened. I did tell him to cut in. They were at the forty. That they're basically in the red zone. <laughs> and the next player scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, I like, like I like him. He's a Cleveland fan, man. Oh, he is? I th- yeah, yeah. I think he's from Cleveland because they were talking about it. He, he's a Browns fan. He's from Cleveland. You mean to tell me this guy isn't going to snap the damn ball in a two-minute offense? He's going to sit there and let it run down to two minutes. Scared of it. Is, that, is this the Titans or the Packers? <laughs> I don't know. My pickings looking good right now. I tell you what, the Eagles don't win this game. They're in trouble, Josh. They'll be one and three, and the Cowboys is three and zero oh in the division. That's they, yeah. they need to win this game. The Eagles do. I agree. Gotta win it. I agree. They can beat Washington. They can beat the Giants. They'll probably split with the Cowboys. Uh, they need to win these non-conference games. Or out of division game, they got to. Although I do think Cowboys are gonna get beat Sunday against the Saints, even with Teddy Bridgewater, I think they're gonna get beat. That Kamara is unstoppable, isn't he? I mean, they went up there in Seattle, and blew the doors off of them. That Alvin Kamara is legit, dude. That guy is fucking good. Think fucking about good. this, Josh. Think about this. Alma Kamara was a running back in Alabama and had to transfer because he couldn't get no playing time. <laughs> he was there with Derrick Henry and uh, Mark Ingram. He transferred. He was on Alabama's roster. They can't. Mark Ingram and Derrick Henry can't hold his nutsack. Well, not now they can. <laughs> really, they though, if you think about it, though, if, in my opinion, if Derrick Henry was with the Saints and Alvin Kamara never existed, he would be the exact same thing as Alvin Kamara is. If he had opportunity, Kamara gets a lot of opportunity. Okay, I think Derrick Henry is the same physical abilities as Kamara. 
I think I, can tell I just you don't that. think he gets the chances. He's not as elusive. Well, I think he is. If I think if he was getting the chances, you might. Uh, just my opinion. I think he is. Mark Ingram couldn't get it done like Alan Kamara. No, right? Mark Ingram sucks. He's a, well, Mark Ingram's a bull, man. He's a bull. Yeah, he's That's more power he's... back, man. I but agree. I think I Derrick Henry, and I'm not a big Derrick Henry fan. I'll never have him on my fantasy team as long as he's with the Titans. He just don't get no opportunity. If he was with the Saints and they didn't have Kamara, it would be almost the same thing. I don't know. That Kamara's elusive too, man. He He's quick on his feet. I think Henry's got a little bulldozer in him too. But He does too, but he's fast too, man. I think Kamara's just shifty and more elusive in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I, they're real similar players. I get it. And it's a system kind of deal, but God! Ball's out. Watch him now. Look at, look at my boy. Go Aguilar. In the red zone. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers took a hit. There goes Holding Zima's. his hand. Broke his I thumb. Think he, I think he don't feel good. Got the Drew Brees thumb, don't he? He got his hand stepped on. You think he hurt his feelings or what? Who's got this mutt? Not me. Who's starting it? Orange Crush have that mutt? Mm, Broke his wrist. He ain't in the tent, Bruce. Mm. That's what they get from lollygagging around, not snapping the ball. Damn, oh, 13 down that. here. Texas Bruisers put him on the bench. That's impressive. There's a red zone opportunity, Bruce. Let's see some throwing now, huh? Huh, boy? They'll throw it. Derek Barnett. How many times are they going to show that freaking snap? Sack. I love it. Hmm. They're trying to look at his hand. Terry, because he's holding his no. hand. That's what they're trying to find out. Did he? Did he tear a thumb? Felt like a, he got bit by a cobra. On that oh no! Yes, there we go, Bruce. Inside the Who's three. That? Wendell Smallwood. They uh, cut him, man. Uh, hey, you know uh, Seattle cut Gary Jennings, man. I know. I read that today. Not physical enough, man. He helped me win a championship, though, didn't he? (laughs) Yes, sir. He damn sure did. He lit it up that game. (laughs) What did he score? 50 some points, man? Dude, put on fire, man. And he didn't score shit in the first half, or not to the last play of the first half. And then from there on, he lit it up. Tore it up, man. I wish I didn't play that this year. Run away with that college football fantasy. I know, man. I didn't play this year. I I wasn't feeling like good enough. I don't want to deal with it. But now I'm feeling a little better today. I didn't know. I kind of wish play that shit. We blew them away, didn't we, Bruce? Oh, this is winch time, ain't it, Bruce? Get a winch run in here. No, they ain't gonna run it with him. Coach won't get enough, won't get no sleep, man. 
people calling and ringing the damn if he gets hurt running the ball in. Hey, we was a year early on that uh, Alabama wide receiver, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, who was it you had? What was his name? Riggs, or what's his name? Oh, yeah, Riggs. Yeah, Riggs. Yeah, yep. Yeah, he didn't do nothing for me last year. I had to cut him, man, after about four weeks. He'd lighten her up now. God. Who's that? Alabama wide receiver. Riggs. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's 13 down here, please. Damn, just look at him. Running the football. Fucking mutt. Fucking mutt. What's ironic is the Packers wasted 35 seconds to let it run down a two-minute warning, then they end up calling two timeouts to get the ball back. (laughs) (laughs) He was... He was hard counting there, Terry. He's trying to get him to jump off sides, get him five yards. Dude, they had 35 seconds. They just sit and let the clock run down. And two minutes. Trying to get five yards, Bubba. That's stupid. Now they'll throw a pick and shit with like 15 seconds because they ain't got, they're having to hurry up. They ain't got uh, Mike McCarthy in there no more. Do they? He wouldn't let that go on. Mike McCarthy would have thrown that ball eight times in 30 seconds. Oh. This is a changed uh, Green Bay team. Ain't no doubt about that. Devontae's playing well, though. Give him that. Yeah, he is. I was going to make Zima a trade offer for him. Devontae? Yeah, I be I was gonna trade him my homies. My homies. My homies. Uh, homes. I had something schemed up. <clears throat> I was one of Tom Brady, Devontae Adams, somebody else he had. I was gonna trade my homes and a bum to him, try to get those guys from him. Uh-huh. See what I got don't think I, Josh. Don't think I won't move my homes. I don't want him. I could have you to give you seven. Yeah, it take King Ransom to get him. <laughs> I was gonna say I'd give you seven players and a hundred dollars. Well, make me an offer. <laughs> You'd get banned from the league because you ain't allowed to have monetary. <laughs> Values and trade offers. Exchanges for players. Hundred dollars ain't gonna do me no good, Josh. How much I have invested in this motherfucking league? <laughs> yeah, Hell, I could have bought a. For Seventeen years, I'm sure you've got a, a, every bit of about. Could have bought a brand new fucking car with all the money I've spent in this fucking hellhole. <laughs> Poppy's fingers. Oh yeah, Poppy's little pinky, that little sissy. He's still messing with it. I don't see what happens. He's too busy. Josh, he's too, he's too busy fucking Danica Patrick to be thinking about football these days. Now, wait a second. The guy ain't got a touchdown. And he's fumbled the football and he's still got 113 passer rating? 
Devonta Adams has about eight catches, about 150 yards. That's right. That's probably half of it, ain't it? Damn, he's on fire. I don't want to get into that shit again, but that damn scoring system, man, that's... uh, Every week goes by, the more I like it. Game changer. To me, it's more a reflection of what's really going on. I mean... Let's talk about that Josh. real quick, Terry. Okay, go ahead, Josh. Josh. We don't Look. want to, man. Look, Josh, he's had one, he's had, he's had one negative play, and that was the last one where he got sacked from. Well, okay, up to that, look what he's done, man. Look, Just look. Look at his completion percentage. Tearing it up. Yeah, but that's like completed passes. He ain't, he ain't scoring. Anyway. Well. Sorry. Um, no, let's talk about it, Terry. So, if, if uh, Mahomes stays on this pace, we know that, well, we already saw Lamar Jackson. You can off. stop already. You can stop already. I went a couple days ago. Mahomes, at this point last year, had eight eight less points than he does right now. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, listen. If Mahomes does what he did last year again this year, and everybody else does exactly what they did, or, or maybe a little worse because – Lamar's already fallen off. Russell Wilson's already kind of fallen off a little bit. He's still pretty solid. Matt Ryan looks like garbage. Aaron Rodgers looks like garbage. Everybody else looks like garbage, right? So it's Mahomes and maybe Wilson and maybe Deshaun Watson and everybody else is junk, right? So do you feel next year in the draft that we're going to see three quarterbacks in the first three picks? I think so. Not in the first three picks. You have three in the first round. I guarantee, maybe four in the first round. Cause I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, let's just say that, okay, so well, let's say. Oh, let me, oh, stop, Josh, Josh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you the question. Knowing what you know now and through one quarter of the season, who would you draft first round pick? Next year? Hold this on. year, let's if just, you could go back. You could go oh, back, go back right now. And you no, hold on. And let's just say, let's just say, yeah, let's just say you had the fourth pick in the draft. Patrick Mahomes. Who? Oh, number one, Patrick Mahomes. I'd have picked it. If I had number four, <laughs> he wouldn't have been there. He wouldn't have been there. Well, he was. He was this year. He would have been. Well, no, no, not with me there. But if I was picking behind you, knowing what you know, basically, now, basically at any point, Josh would touch him <laughs> if he was available. On his first pick. Oh yeah, yeah, first pick. Yeah, he's going first pick. Whoever, whoever doesn't pass, take that guy first pick is is. <coughs> would you? So, so no, no. What now? Would you take Deshaun Watson in the first round at at number six? No. There's too much separation. In my opinion, it's Mahomes and everybody else right now. I ain't seen anything right now. It is. It'll it'll catch up. It'll all come come together. I mean, but not really. If you look at last year's numbers, Mahomes was like a whole bunch ahead at the end of the year. Even we when we was doing yeah. our scoring adjustments, we a lot of times we would just start with number two to find out how it was working because he was so far ahead of everybody. Yeah, he's miles we ahead of everybody. We you can't we couldn't use him as a guide. Where's Tom Brady at right now? He's had three phenomenal, pretty good, I mean, pretty he's damn good games. He's at the top, dude. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson's right two, Brady's he's, three or he's four. Tried. 
you kidding me? Oh, now we're getting in a hurry, Terry. Now we're getting in a yep. hurry. We make one they wasted 30 some seconds. Let's see. I'll see who's the top quarterbacks are, man. But I was looking at it today. I added them up. Mahomes has scored eight more points this year than he did at this time last year. Oh, that was an ugly throw, too. Geronimo. Geronimo. Touchdown. Geronimo. Damn. There's a 135 rating and a touchdown for the A Rod. It's Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, 138 points. Russell Wilson, 120. Prescott, 116. Lamar Jackson, 106. And Tom Brady, 105. He's already miles ahead, everybody. What's he, I would say miles ahead. Uh, he's averaging 18. 46. Russell Wilson's averaging 40. Prescott, 38. Jackson, 35. 35 for Brady. Funny thing what is, I, I compared last year's ninth-rated, this year's ninth-rated quarterback, and they're averaging about 20 points a game. Last year, the ninth-rated quarterback was averaging 32 points a game. Hmm. Number 18 was averaging 24 points, if I remember right, last year. This year, they're averaging like four points. Mm-hmm. Game changer. We're all that's, the goal. that's what we wanted to do, too. We, we, we don't want people picking up a guy and getting 25 points from the 18th best player. Damn, I got Geronimo Alice on my bench. It's the first uh, he's game been, he's, he's done anything. <laughs> I know. He's been cut in my conference. Yeah, I I don't blame you. Geronimo. <sighs> I need 10 yeah, more points out of Aaron Jones. This game's going to go 30 points each each team, boys. I done told you it that. It might. 35, 34, something in that range, man. That's what's going to be. I don't it think I'll see another one of them, though. I'm about to go bed down. <laughs> yes, sir? Yeah. I can't go to bed, but I at least get a damn point. If I don't, i got to hear Cav's mouth all fucking <laughs> weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you playing the Kavanaugh, are you? Big rivalry game. What's your... Who's he's your got, biggest he's rival, somebody, man, Cav? He's got, he's got somebody playing tonight, too, uh, Blake Martinez. He's doing Who's good, man. I got him in the uh, SRL. He's got like 10 points. Damn. Really? Yeah, he does an SRL. Let me go look. Blake Martinez, Josh, linebacker. Two points. Uh, in the two. SRL, he's got seven points, man. Six tackles and two assists. Oh, my, my says two points. He's in the SRL. He says he's got six tackles. Mine says two. Two defensive tackles. Two points. Well, mine shows. Hmm. No, that we got something a big ass discrepancy here. You're right about that. <laughs> we, we might need to audit the damn. Josh, go look and see what he did last week. How many points he got. Who? Blake Martinez, go to that team, whoever has him starting, and just click his name and then go look at last week. Did he have eight Cavs tackles? Got... No. He had uh, eight, eight tackles. Yes, sir. This eight is right, Bruce. Ball. It's the same. Eight it's tackles, the same. Four, 
Yeah, it's the same, man. Tackles for right now it's saying he's got seven tackles, tackles, two assists already. I only got two tackles for him in, on the SFL side. I do too, but yeah, on SRL says seven, man. Maybe they know what he's going to get. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got, they got pass breakups that they ain't accounted for or something? No, it's showing seven tackles, two assists. I'm not totally overly impressed with that site. I mean, it's okay, but it's got a lot, a lot of work to be done on it, don't it? Yeah. Assist. Hang on. Let's see. I thought he had that week one. Now he had five tackles, two assists in week one. San Antonio Titans might not score a point this week. I don't know they've scored <laughs> any points yet. No, not very many, man. I was thinking about that today. We're going to have to keep our exact same roster size, but we're going to have to – the only way we can fix it is keep the exact same roster size, 28. Well, we need about 20 starters, don't we? Yeah. We need to add about eight more starters. Oh. That's going to screw the people over that use all their salary this year, man. Bad news. Yeah. I might. We might have to give him some of his salary back. We'll have to look at That's about an offseason, man. Some of the players that, that – the, everybody would have to get a certain percent back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or something. You'd have to figure something out, man. But we got to have 20 starters with 28. If we'd go from 28 to 20 man roster and keep the same starters, that would be a problem, more of a problem, wouldn't it? Well, from 28 to 20? Yeah, with the same 12 starters. Just something to think about when you're sitting around thinking about something. Which way would be better? Just raise the amount of starters or raise the, lower the roster size? Which one would be more fair to yeah. where we're at now? Halftime. I'm, go I'm going to bed. Y'all going to stay All on? All right. Go ahead. Hang her up. Hang her up. I'm you going to bed, too. All right. See y'all later, man. See you.